Welcome, everyone, to Lexicon, episode four, where we're going to be talking about episode four, that's episode four, for episode four, Giga Shadow. Yay! <laughs> My name is Shane, and joined, uh, as always, is Gareth. Hello. Kinsey. Hello. And our special guest, one Sergeant Drano. I worship the shadow. <laughs> Indeed. Where are you from, Sergeant? Where am I from? I am from the colonies, also known as the United States of America. And do you do any podcasts? We have a, a podcast called uh, Station 7, The Door, uh, because we podcasted here at Station 7, The Door. Of the Dharma Initiative. Uh, sometimes we cover Lost, sometimes we cover The Walking Dead, and other kind of zombie-related things. I guess I guess when it's not Lost, it tends to be zombie-related. We've done Z Nation. Uh, we'll probably do Ash vs. Evil Dead when uh, Walking Dead goes on hiatus. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the thing we do. Excellent. Brilliant. And how did you find, how did you discover Lex? Uh, I discovered Lex uh, way back when it was on Sci-Fi Fridays on the, the uh, Sci-Fi channel, way back in the day. Uh, it was on, you know, back-to-back uh, -back with Farscape, I think. Okay. And I remember originally uh, when I watched it, I at first I, I liked Farscape more because I guess it seemed more coherent, but that was... That was mainly because they had started, I think you guys have already talked about this a little bit, they didn't start with the movies, they started with season two, and then on top of that, they were showing the episodes out of order for season two. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and their tagline for the show, whenever they were promoting it in their little, you know, commercials and stuff, uh, they would, they would, it would, they would their tagline was, uh, something like, uh, are you ready for some strange? And and that's just they just sort of build it as just something strange, and they didn't really build it as something that actually had a long, you know, overarching plot, which it which really does. It really does have this sort of overarching plot, which is sometimes serious and sometimes absurd. But yeah, it wasn't until uh, I think one of your guys has seen that musical episode, Forget Them. Mm -hmm. uh, that gives some of this backstory, and that was the first time that I actually realized there was backstory, and yeah. went back and uh, just found out about the movies. And I think I got the movies on video from like Canada because they weren't even being sold in the U.S. So I kind of worked my way back to it. But it was okay. it was in a way it was kind of neat seeing this thing initially thinking that it was just something weird, then finding out that it, it actually had sort of a rich. Uh, uh, world and, and backstory uh, that you could explore. But, uh, but yeah, I, I like it. I like the characters. It's a great show. Oh, excellent. Brilliant. Gareth, as you are o uh, only newbie on this episode, because Jonathan is stuck in the fridge, more on that later, uh, <laughs> what do you think overall of the episode? He was back to form again, finally, <laughs> last week's episode. <laughs> Yes, um, no, it was back to form. It was good. It was a good episode. It was a good way of tying up the first series, which this is the 
end of the first series. We have to tell you that there's any four episodes in the first series, so yep. it was a nice way of ending up the first series. And in a weird way, it didn't seem to. He could have almost literally took a longer movie and chopped all four of these episodes up into one really, really long movie, if that makes sense. <laughs> but now I liked it a lot. We start off with the previous Leon that we've seen in previous episodes. Yes. <laughs> then we oh. get... Somebody, I, I think Gareth started to say something. Yeah. Oh, it's me just sitting comfy in my chair. Okay. <laughs> In your kitty bed. <laughs> because he can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, my God, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing so far. I'm going to show us who did this um, But, yeah. Then we have at the Turn Prophet ret retrospective. Yes. Yes. That was interesting to see her back again. I was like, yeah. Ah, thank you. You're back again. Now <laughs> we can tell me. Oh, shit's gone down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I got the feeling that shit went down pretty much as the Lex was going away. Am yeah. I right thinking that? Or shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cause you've got all those prisoner ships going in anyway that we saw in the first episode. Yeah. Well, it, it almost. I kind of feel like. Like, well, uh, the League of, what, 20,000 planets? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been around for a long time, and I almost get the feeling like the whole, I mean, it seems like everything's been leading to this point. So all of these executions and protein banks and all of it, all of it seems to have basically been feeding this thing inside the cluster for all yeah. these years. So it just happened to be sort of wrapping up about the time they left, I think. Yeah. Quick question, uh, the, yep. uh, the opening where the Lex is sort of uh, telling us the backstory. Mm -hmm. I think one of you guys in an earlier podcast was talking about this and saying the Lex sounded, uh, what, was it kind of smart alecky or something? I can't remember. Don't remember that conversation. <laughs> Um, no. I, I know one of us was saying, why was the Lex talking about things it really shouldn't know? Because it was talking about them from the perspective of being in the dark universe when it wasn't supposed to know what the, the shadow was anymore. Uh. <laughs> oh, because well, he lost his memory. Well, you know, clearly they told him. But uh, what do you guys think about, uh, well, I guess mainly you, Gareth, because you're the new guy. The Lex kind of strikes me as being sort of childlike. It's this big thing with like the mind of a child. What do you it does. It does. It does like to wonder. Likes to do its own thing. I mean, we saw a lot of that in the last episode. Uh -huh. but, you know, it will do its own thing if it, if it feels that that's what it wants to do. But yeah. overall, I think it follows orders to a limited degree. I, I like to compare it to another science fiction like artificial intelligence, which was uh, Zen from. Like seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I am. I am. I completely understand that. Yes, the web is still shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you, you should. It's from Shaker Blake. See, that that is highly ironic because you know, slight spoiler. There will eventually be an episode 
of Lex called the web. There is, that's it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you think it's shit or not. Well, let's <laughs> get back to Lex again. So, Please do. Um, so basically, we get the time profit. She basically says, basically, shit's gone down. down yeah. And she's good at saying that, too. Yeah. She sounds really impressive. Yeah. The one thing I do love, though, is the bone machine. <laughs> it looks like a clown, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it, looked, it was kind of a cool effect, but... And basically, we get told that there was now going to be this Giga Shadow, which is the end and also the beginning. But is yeah, it the beginning yes. of the end, or the end of the beginning, or the middle of the start? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, so, basically, shit's gone down, and um, the cleansing's happened. What? Cleansing. That's what they called it. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, cleansing. Okay, yeah. cleansing. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, every, everyone's everyone's dead. Again. Everyone's, every, everyone's dead, Dave. <laughs> I can't resist that reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Everyone except Caligula. We see some sort of ceremony going on. Yeah, with Captain Santa Claus and. Um, trying to think of his name in Star Trek, but it's gone out of the head. Sorry. <laughs> Mustache guy. Yeah. I was Black like, guy. <laughs> I was like, okay, so the prophets are still keeping the the, the essence alive, that there's still this thing going on. Yeah. Yes, because it's a religious order. You know? Yeah. Yes. They believe in it. Yeah. Well, they believe it until they start stabbing each other. Yeah. I, thought, I, I thought to myself, okay, so you're stabbing each other to be the one. Oh, yeah. no, they're not stabbing each other to be the one. You're stabbing each other to not be the one. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying to... There's rebel clicks in there, you know. Yeah. Some of them are trying to stop it. I like the bit where the guy uh, photocopies his head and hands off of his body. And oh, yes. Yeah. Started, though. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah, so... So, so, so there's a ceremony going on, and the, they want to get uh, the divine shadow into the Giga Shadow. Up that butthole up there uh, yeah. at the top of the ceiling. Mm. Yeah. And there's, there's a huge fight, and they all get killed. There's eight clerics, and uh, some of them try to stop. Uh, the Giga sh the Divine Shadow going into the Giga Shadow, and they all got killed. Mm. Yeah, but they succeed. Pyrrhic victory. Yeah, they do succeed. For now. As the time <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and then we're back at back on the Lexent. Seven Knight. He seems to be doing what he does best, which is more poetry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't want to spoil it, but I've already wrote down the quote that he actually has here. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme. Doesn't rhyme very well. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> <laughs> so well, we, well, before we actually get back on the ship, we actually see, uh... We, 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 uh we've missed the... We, you missed the scene at that, there. Uh, you missed the muscle men scene. Oh, yes, the, yeah, Pepe and S'more. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's I, your favourites? <laughs> I, I felt, is it S'more? This is small I'm thinking of where he's got like half a moustache yeah. and half hair. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that would look. 
It's like, okay, is that, you've done that deliberately to yourself, because I couldn't see any bowl cap or anything, so. <laughs> what, what possesses somebody to have that as a fashion statement? Well, it's like half of his face was masculine and the other half was feminine, I think. Yeah, and which one's your favourite? He's like, <laughs> yeah. And he swings both ways, I guess. And he was like, no, it's Stanley. I was like, oh, so this is the the thing that Stanley was supposedly running away from in episode one, guys. Because we were told that he was a traitor, but that guy was hung up, so mm -hmm. is this relevant to that? That was where my mind went. Yeah, yeah. I was right to go there, yeah, because he mentions in episode one about being captured by a sub-nebula mercenaries. Yeah. Yes. They finally found the codes. They mm. Them's the guys. Yeah, yes. indeedy. After that, we uh, jump aboard the Lexus of this episode. We are almost caught of an hour in, and it's the first time we've actually been aboard the Lex. Nothing much has changed. And... Yeah. It's the Lex. Stanley still sleeps on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Kai is now low on protobrut, blood. Why didn't we go back into the freezer at the end of the last episode before we did? I don't know, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, but yes, he's, um, it is only going to last a few more hours. I like how Stan's working on uh, getting the Lex to make better food. Yeah. It's like yeah. very descriptive. <laughs> yeah. And the only way to get proto-blood is back in the light universe. Yeah, back but of course, universe. of course, the light universe is where the shadow is, and he doesn't want to go back there because he's basically a chicken as usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you? Would you want to go back there? Not really. <laughs> uh, compared to what we've had in the dark world, the dark world doesn't seem to be much better. True. Universe of uh, evil and chaos. Yes, indeed. Of course, that's uh, that's the uh, the divine orders, you know, point of view. Who knows how true that actually is? Indeed. So, as I said, uh, you know, Kai, Kai is almost at a bread, and they Kai tells Zev, "Do not wake him unless it's absolutely important, because we've got a few hours left." Uh, while that's going on, Stan is downstairs with the uh, brains and then they're trying they, he's trying to get them to sing well he's trying to have a dialogue with them well that's true and then they uh, we have Fresh the flashback yep. yeah in this episode really trying to play to his own ego a lot mm. in this episode and it's like <laughs> you've not really had an ego before what's all this coming from yeah <laughs> where's this sudden you know, ego coming from, because this is not the oh. family we know. Oh, it probably comes from his ability to destroy a planet. <laughs> yeah. That can be kind of ego-producing, I would say. Yeah. I, I thought this was interesting, too, because you see that those brains are actually kind of dangerous. I mean, not only can they manipulate you by giving you false information, but they can actually read your thoughts, or at least your memories, and then they can play them back to you, so... I really think they should destroy those brains and not just like play around with them as they've been doing. <laughs> that has been a thing we've been saying for quite a while. Yes. Indeed. But they're so funny. <laughs> and they're so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I guess we don't have to worry about him anymore. Another great song, incidentally. The <clears throat> Stanley Tweedle song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as we've been getting on fattening to have this musical episode, it's like, here we go again, another song. Oh, we, you really are no. prepping us for this musical episode in the, <laughs> in the future, you know. <laughs> so it's not going to seem out of place when we actually get there. Yeah, so it's a, so, as we said, uh, Divine Predecessors gives them the, the flashback. Uh, the flashback is where, obviously, he, he was captured by uh, Flipper. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's where he gave up the code. And next time, we see uh, Stan trying to fix the cryo chamber. Now, what made him think he could actually do that? It doesn't seem like his skill set, really. <laughs> of course, it goes wrong. And, yep. of course, Seven Knight is there to go, yeah, go on, die. <laughs> <laughs> die! <laughs> indeed, yes, indeed. Delightfully psychotic. Seven Knight, so doesn't like him at all, I <laughs> It's, it's interesting. I mean, he's got this uh, the the love slave programming to really like Zeb, but uh, where's all this super hatred towards Stanley coming from? You think? Because he's a man, and he sees it as a threat to his sexual needs. Yeah. But he yeah, doesn't see. Not, not only is he a man, but he's the man who's interested in Zeb. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And he's like jealous because he can't do anything because he's just a head. Maybe so. Well, we don't see this hatred directed at Kai. Is that because Kai's dead? He doesn't really see him as a... Exactly. Kai's hardly around, so... Uh Anyway, Kai's man enough to, you know, fill in. Whereas you can see Stan not really being man enough to step in. Does that Uh make sense? Uh Yeah, and Kai has also said that he, he isn't interested in relationships like that because he's dead, so <laughs> the robot that doesn't feel threatened. How are you liking this portrayal of Kai as basically a walking dead person with almost no motivations? It's like... Nothing yeah, unusual. I've seen walking dead people usually as holograms. Yeah, I think Kai, I mean, it is a little annoying to me that Kai, his, sometimes he's more motivated than other times and it just depends on what's needed for the plot. I don't right. think he's completely consistent. Yeah, well, it's an interesting portrayal. Um, and it's interesting because sometimes he'll dis- he'll try to describe what makes him make decisions the way he does sometimes. I don't know. Uh, I won't get too far into it because get yeah. into future stuff. It's <laughs> Yeah. Stan gets trapped inside the fridge and Kai lets him out. Kai finds a cluster of his egg. Squishy! <laughs> we uh, we actually named one of our cats after that cluster lizard. Did you really? <laughs> we named her Squish. So we've got a new cluster lizard uh, on board. And then we get the then we get the male shower scene after we had the female for shower scene two episodes ago. Yes, <laughs> for the ladies. The Indusi. 
This is where for Channel 4's budget went then. <laughs> Not quite sure. Um, Zev is wanting to take the left back to um, back to the coaster, but Stan is not wanting that to happen, and Zev goes schizo! Mm. <laughs> well, she's already gone... Well, has she gone schizo yet because of... Schizo? Squishy being born or something like that, yeah? She doesn't, oh, like, she doesn't like that coaster at all. Yeah, it's interesting that she doesn't, yeah. Uh, Kai thinks it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, she, she literally sort of jumps him and sort of tries to scare him shitless. Yes. I think she's mainly bluffing, though. Well, really? she knows she... No, uh, she knows she can't control her legs without him, so, yeah. That's true. Rough. Well, I mean, you can still, like, bite off his toe or something, you know. Yeah, but then you need to... things to him. Yeah, but you then you needed to buy the freezer system to make his voice because, as we found out already, you need the voice and the trends. No, no, I mean, I mean, she could torture him if she really oh. wanted to, and but it's like later when she bites, when she uh, acts like she's eating that bug, but then she spits it out. I think she's mostly bluffing mm. about how tough she is, about what she's willing to do. Mm. What do you think, Shane? All I'm going to say is that, uh, and I and I have done this, but uh, eating a bug. No, no, I was, I was actually going to say Brian Downey was actually completely naked in that scene. <laughs> he, would, he would he was wearing a modesty pouch. Okay. <laughs> well, we did get enough of a low enough shot to. See anything? Else. Oh yes, we did. Did we? I we didn't. Did. I must have that. We, we didn't miss it. Did you get a shot at the modesty pouch, Shane? Were you uh, pausing and uh, <laughs> using the forward step thing so you could see if Stanley really is? Oh man, to see if he has the equipment. <laughs> Again, we just you know it's your your ultimate vulnerability is when you're in the shower naked. We've seen that from Hitchcock anyway. So, kind mm. <laughs> introduces um, introduces the rest of the crew to Squishy. Who wants to bite his head off within ten seconds? Indeed. And then uh, that's a cute little haircut. Uh, I was trying to remember: do the other clusters have uh, hair like that, or? Maybe they only Wait, have that with their babies. Yeah, I was mm. going to say, the, the other ones we've only ever seen were like fully grown. Adults, yeah. So, Good maybe little haircut. Like, Indeed. Uh, bald over time. And while Markai and Zev are up, uh, up well, I would say upstairs, uh, <laughs> trying to get the memories of the, Divi uh, the Divine Shadow to find out how they make proto blood. Um, Stanley is downstairs with the cluster that is to get all the divine food to have to sing. Yes. <laughs> and again, which, it's just, which is more of this, you know, this bravado that Stanley's never had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, they find that they, um, they find that they can't, the only place that they can find protobred is back on the cluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kai goes schizo a little bit. <laughs> and it's the end. It's the beginning. <laughs> yeah. 
and they'd use approximately half of the protoplasm that they had left. I wonder how she's measuring that. That seems like a kind of an imprecise. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever's like, convenient to the plot amount of <laughs> yeah. protoplasm. You found that out already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got 12 hours. Oh, no, he's got 16 hours. So he's got maybe 16 months. Yeah. Whatever it needs. Yeah, it's like the core energy for the tail ends. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stand still refuses. However, uh, Stan is getting some bad dreams, so he decides to do it anyway. Only now the left has to call him. Yeah. Different names. Indeed, you like Stan the Brave. <laughs> I wanted to write him all down, but after a while, I was just like, oh, God, here we go. And there's another long sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and the wonderful, masterful, <laughs> conqueror of worlds. <laughs> I think my favorite one was the one that uh, had something like a sweeping down from on high. <laughs> yes, something like that. I've never done that either, actually, I have to be honest with you. So Stan has said, "Commander, that back to the factor corner and back to the cluster." And this is, of course, the first time they realise that shit's gone down. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Zev uh, Seven Ninety and Kai board a moth and head down to the planet, while Stan remains on board the Lax. Zev mm. and Kai arrive at that sacred place that we saw earlier to find human corpses all over the place. Mm. After flying through what we assume is the main city, with nobody around, um, then they uh, Kai examines uh, the Malcolm McDowell's captain uh, Yotsky. Mm. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yotsky. Yeah, and they determine that he hasn't been dead for very very long. Yeah, and it was like, oh, you killed Malcolm McDowell's character off. In like the first couple of minutes of the show, is that him done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like mm, no, is it maybe? You know, of course, we find out later it isn't. But at that point, it's like, well, thanks for turning it up. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tim Curry uh, started out dead. You never even got to see him alive. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point, I can't argue with that. <laughs> well, this is going on on the planet. Just Stan's been told to keep radio silence. Exactly. He's not keeping radio silence, and he's broadcasting himself across the frequencies. Certain band of frequencies that he knows is going to be used by... But yeah, by Frappo, yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you're going to get your revenge now, aren't you? You've got a bigger <laughs> ship than them, so... Yes. So you, so you saw this coming then? Uh, yeah, I saw this coming straight away. I mean, I was confused at some points later on, but mm -hmm. at the start it was just definitely, oh yeah, you've got the Lex now, you're going to just stick two fingers up to them. <laughs> Indeed. Well, we've already seen them enough as bravado to know that that was the direction it was mm. going in anyway, so... Yeah. But also, um, if you've seen... There's an episode of Farscape that I think was made after this, but it's about the same plot. So this immediately reminded me of that, so I could see what was coming. Oh yeah, well there's there's an episode where Rigel, uh, apparently in his past there there was a a torturer who 
spent several days torturing him, and then they come across them again, so Rigel sets a trap. And Kai finds a divine predecessor, the, well, the divine shadow's brain. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the on the uh, floor. It is, it, it, I said you, he's very, very cooperative, and he's the, he pa- he's the power half of the brain. <laughs> now, I had a question about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it said the evil part of his brain is, has been destroyed, only only my poet half remains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is, uh, was, is this supposed to be, like, is this supposed to be that the, the dude who became the host for the current His Shadow was a, a poet because that guy didn't look like a poet. He looked like a dangerous, tattooed criminal guy. Yeah, but then again, we did see the smoke go back to the planet, so how many predecessors were in between those two points? It kind of didn't really matter, because <laughs> I, I, I thought to myself, you're just going to say anything to get what you want, mate. Because we've <laughs> just seen all these brains do this anyway, all the time. So you're going to say, oh, it's only my nice half left over. You can trust me. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, incidentally, uh, um, two, two, uh, two, two little uh, trivia bits. I don't remember if you guys know him or not. Do you guys know that that tattooed dude is, uh, is Lex Kigroth? The guy who uh, became the host for a little bit. No, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. His name is yes. Lex? Yes, yes, his name is Lex. <laughs> and his last name is, is Jiggeroff. Like Jiggerata, so. <laughs> wow. One of the writers of the show. Yep, and on top of that, the old His Shadow in that first episode, the guy that was, you know, dying and passing the essence to Lex, Jiggeroff. Uh, that guy is the guy who does the voice of the current His Shadow. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know that either, actually. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, we find the, the Shadow. They, go, they decide to go downstairs and do the mortuary to find some proto blood. Well, they, yeah. they squeeze the brain first, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. The prophecy has been fulfilled! Yeah. However, there's some uh, protoblood gripping from the Giga Shadow, which is uh, up in the air, and they, uh, they, that makes Yosuke reawaken. Mm-hmm. Does that, that protoblood remind anybody of anything? Vaseline. <laughs> Vaseline? <laughs> now, we've already done the speech joke already. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was jokey, and then of course it reawakens um, not screen, and it's like, oh, that's why you're here. You're back now. <laughs> yeah. And then he wakes up Captain Santa Claus as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but so Josky reawakens due to the protoplasm. He takes the knife out of his neck. Well. Then Kai and Zev are downstairs, and they find their portable. And then, so they go up. Is this the point we come back to Stanley again? No. Well, well we do see that uh, Frappo is monitoring their transmissions. Mm-hmm. 
and is able to speak in Zev's uh, uh, voice. We see uh, Yosuke uh, get transformed by his shadow into a vessel for his shadow. <laughs> and Yosuke, Yosuke is trying to, is their very best to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Train himself? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, yes. Kill himself and also, and he realizes he can't. So he's trying his very, very best to resist, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. And what? Well, I was like, oh, cool, you're going to be the shadow, right? We don't have to have your hate face hidden every week for vampires. <laughs> this is going to go for. <laughs> this is going to be your recurring job. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but at that point, it was like, oh, cool, <laughs> I, could, I could live with this. <laughs> This, uh, this could go uh, towards what you were saying about maybe uh, he was just pretending that his evil side was destroyed because yeah. Yeah. apparently he held back his evil essence. Well, Zeb and Kai are abseiling down the side of the hill to find out where all the tubes of the blood go and they find that it put, that puts the ore bone dry. And yeah, so it's not looking good for Kai. No, I'm just kill. You get written out of the series, mate. <laughs> yes. And nice to know, yeah. And the story's going to go on, I suppose, because we've got a second series. <laughs> well, we know there's a second series at this point. So of course, yeah. at the time, you wouldn't have known that. Yes. <laughs> but Yosuke finds Kai and uh, Lev, and yes, yeah, just tries to convince him that he's got to stop him because mm -hmm. Divine Shadow is taking over. It was interesting to me that he recognized Kai. Mm. He knew who he was, called him by name, I mm. think. Yeah, but then we have already established that the, the, the predecessors sort of carry the memories of the ones before him, so it's not not too far of a stretch. Uh, maybe. I mean, he does say, he, I gave Kai my memories. You get my assets. I, don't know. I thought maybe Kai was famous at this point because of you know. Well, being the last of Brunigi, which. <laughs> well, in, in, in escaping the prop, escaping with you know with the Lex and his shadow went after him and has come back with no body. <laughs> so maybe there's some buzz about Kai going around. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yes. But Joski gets dragged off. Yes. Yes. Somehow. And Kai dies. Good yeah. push a blood failure. And he's just like, oh, okay, you did again, mate, but you dead, dead now. Because <laughs> yeah. we have had this quite often where you just. Oh no, she seems to be very worried about this now. Yeah. This is not, this is going to be too far. And yes, and Zev is, um, boiling her eyes out. Oh yeah. While back on board the Lex, Stan gets a distress signal. Yes, from a, a very nice looking woman. Yeah. <laughs> and she seems to be gasping for air, and I was thinking, Stan. Whatever you do, don't fall for that, because you've been there, mate. You've had that happen to you. You know that that's 
a pirating trick. Yes. <laughs> but he does. Yes. And there was that point he was like, oh, so this is something completely different. I didn't tie the two together until later on. It's like, yeah. Oh, so you were tricked. At that point, I was like, this is something different. So, as I said before, it's just, it did keep me guessing who was on the upper hand a lot. Cool, yeah. And that was in spite of them dropping the little uh, line earlier about, uh, can you separate the good stuff from the bad stuff? Yeah. You eat things, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't see it coming either the first time. It's a good little surprise. Yeah. The, so Stan goes aboard ship, and he realizes this is a trap. Yes. <laughs> a very bad trap. And I was thinking, ouch, where's the budget gone here? Because this set looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried to avoid criticizing it as much as I can, but that was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, it made sense. In the end, it was like, oh, okay. Mm. Meanwhile, back on the while, so while Stan is being um, uh, being captured, mm. Zev realizes all the stuff that's upstairs is full of blood. So she rushes back up and gets uh, she has gets squishy <laughs> along uh, to uh, give the stuff to uh, his mother, as it were. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me a minute. Um, but yeah, as she, she's we... sealed away. Yeah. In the vault that looks remarkably like the opening logo. Yes. <laughs> That's the Divine Order theme, right? Uh, yeah. They got the, the blur, blur brooches on their cloaks looked like that, too, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, yeah, so, um, gets squishy to give the quarter bread to Kai, and it's a bloody, blooming good throw! Oh, yeah! To get through the gap. <laughs> Zev rushes back to the bug, and rushes back off again. Hmm. It's almost like, oh, I've done as much as I can do here, that's it. Bye! Yeah, and she gets as much protoblood as humanly, as humanly possible, but unfortunately, as all the protoblood is um, dripping, it wakes up all the other clerics. <laughs> Who tried to kill cats? Um, Shane, do you happen to know what they made the protoblood out of for the show? I don't, off the top of my head, no. I think I did, but I can't remember what it was. It's probably KY jelly or something like that. It's, it's got to be something you can actually... It's too expensive. I think, uh... And it'll probably take about three or four weeks to make an episode. Because they'll, they'll get too distracted. I think I heard when they dripped it on, uh... on, uh... Michael McDowell's face, I think I heard that that was actually just honey. But the other stuff, I, I think... I know they made it out of several different things, but I can't remember. I can't remember. Whatever it is, very creepy consistency. <laughs> Ah, okay, I'm looking in the Lex Wiki now. It says, Liquid Honey was used to create the proto-blood scene on screen during the filming of the Lex series. How excellent. Yeah. Liquid Honey. Brilliant. It also That's says the substance good. itself is white and gooey in Season 1, but later appears more brown in color in Season 2 and beyond. Yeah, I always, in my mind, I always kind of uh, felt like that was maybe a function of how old it was. Yeah. 
when you get like uh, put new oil in your car versus taking the old oil out of your car. You know. Yeah. Mm. Well, honey's a natural preservative. It'll keep forever. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yes, she's able to get rid of. Uh, she's been able to run away from all the carracks. And as the planet just seems to be dis um, disintegrating around her. Hmm. I thought it was a little weird that none of the other clerics seemed like they could talk or think or anything. They just seemed more like zombies versus, you know, Malcolm McDowell, who well, that's true. seemed to yeah, still have his Mal practice. It's Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, out of all the faces you recognize, it's Malcolm McDowell. That's why I called the other guy Captain Santa Claus, because it was about his like, big white beard. It was a thought <laughs> That's true, and Zev tries to call Stan to get the Lex around, but he is not picked up because he has been captured and stuck in that stupid contraption. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Indeed. This seems like a really horrible thing to put yourself through just to get revenge on these guys. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly, possibly, possibly. And we've also got... Um, and then we've also got Squish giving the portal bird to Kai. And Kai wakes up. And he's dead anymore. Um, yay. Again. Yes. <laughs> How many times has he died, died, and then come back again? And died three or four again? times. Yes. Yeah. Seems like three or four times every episode. Yeah. And we've is, that all you, is that all you can bring to the table? <laughs> and of course you can't tell, you can't tell us any, me anything different <laughs> I got a question about Kai uh, have you guys noticed I don't know if this is something that um, uh, the guy who plays him McManus uh, is that his name? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, when he walks he walks almost like he's walking on like a, a balance beam or a tightrope he puts one foot directly in front of the other when he walks. I don't know if that's just how the guy walks, or if that's like something. That, actually, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, he he puts. He, it's like he's walking uh, on a tightrope or something. Okay. If you watch him, he puts one foot directly in front of the other when he walks. It's okay. kind of interesting. Interesting. Maybe it's just the way the Brynjia taught to walk. Or maybe this might might be. Or maybe it's just. He's got some sort of hip problems, and that's the way he's got to walk. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard that. Uh, I think that I heard that a certain uh, tribe of Native Americans have a tendency to walk like that. It's just a cultural thing, but I don't think that uh, that actor is Native American. So no, I, I think know. he's Canadian, isn't he? So Kai is walking around trying to find where the Giga Shredder is, but we actually find out. Uh, so Yoskrieg, who uh, whose head has been stretched, now it looks like a pizza. Mm. Um, that the the Giga Shadow was actually, in fact, the cluster, as in the Giga Shadow is the planet. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. And he's now a big cluster lizard type thing, as we see later on. Yes. So we've got 790 and um, Zev 
running away and they've realized there's nobody here to rescue them and at the very last minute uh, Stan appears on the radio saying get the women why I want a clean shot so Stan has been able to get rid of his captures yeah how we don't know yet and you know, Blass is at the Giga Shadow. I was like half expecting him to go, Woo, kid! <laughs> Blood up, think it's time to go home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he literally comes out the sky like that. It's like, okay. So and then it was like, one <laughs> Yeah. And it's almost as he said earlier, it's almost as suddenly to him. Okay, how did he get out of that situation? Because yeah. the last time we saw him, he was like tied up and hung up and. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So we've got um, the Lax shooting at it, but it's not doing anything. And we've got Kai and Squishy on the inside. Yeah, and they're trying to get to the brain. Yeah. And it's and then um, Divine Shadow. So and uh, then Yoski or Willpower runs out basically. Yeah. And he he disappears and he kicks Kai out of the Giga Shadow, but he says yeah, he kind of craps him out. <laughs> yeah. But however, he sends Squishy back into the ship. Mm. Well, back in into the, the back into the Giga Shadow. Yeah. And then they rush as fast as they possibly can to the through the back through the fracture hall. And they succeed going back, going to the fractal core because the Giga Shadow can't follow them through because the Giga Shadow was way too big. However, as soon as it's not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Giga Shadow is able to fire a yes. uh, tail. Tail, yes. Let's stick with tail. Tail. Thank you. Something like that. Uh, through the fractal core, and yes, so he is able to is able to hook into the lex. Penetrate. Yes, <laughs> penetrate into the lex. <laughs> basically, are you going to continue with this? No, no, no. What continue with what? Interrupting <laughs> him every two seconds. <laughs> I wasn't, oh, I wasn't saying that. I was going to say, do you want to continue with the sexual innuendos? Yes. Well, but then again, this is Lex. That's true. We've discovered the Lex is a backwards penis. We have had shower scenes yeah. obviously them, so. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. But he's, yeah, but he um, sends it to find Shadow fires at the Lex and is able to hit the axe yes. quite badly I think he even says ouch or something he does yeah. he indeed he does say ouch <laughs> I like that I love that and, and it, it hurts Dan it hurts a lot and then you see this ghost like thing come out and start yeah. start overtaking the axe mm. yeah. and kills all the defying predecessors so goodbye brains yay it does something good yeah. <laughs> And we actually find out who, 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 what the Divine Shadow actually is at this point. Yes. He is, uh, well, a thousand years ago, the humans went against the insect civilization, 
they were able to defeat the insect civilization bar one, and they were able to infect that human, and they, that human that was infected by uh, the insect, the, the Ashramanic insect civilization person, was able to overtake the entire world, and the humans have been enslaved to the insect civilization without them realizing. This goes to explain a lot of the iconography we've had in this series so far. <laughs> However, Squishy is able to get into the Kiki Shadow's brain and start eating the brain. Now, is this episode the, the first uh, mention we've had of the fact that cluster lizards like to eat brains? I mean, in the past, I thought they just like to eat people. Um, well, I think in the first episode, when we see the cluster lizards, you see one of their handlers with a human skull, and he, like, pulls the brain out of the skull and tosses it to them. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, okay. Okay, good continuity. Yes. yes. I must admit, that's one thing about Lex so far. It does like its own continuity a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good with it. Lots yeah. of uh, very self-referential. Self yeah. So, that's with cool. uh, Squishy eating the brain, it drags um, the Giga Shadow into the Fractal Core, and the Giga Shadow explodes along with the Fractal Core. Boom. And we see a shot of... Squishy in space. Yeah, uh, ghost. A brief shot of ghost. Ghost. Squishy. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a moment's silence for Squishy? Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 so, uh, basically abandoned his pet. He abandoned his child. Yes. He sacrificed his child. Indeed. To destroy. Indeed. The Indeed. And then we cut to how... So, so does that mean the cluster wizard is Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> he gave his only begotten cluster lizard son. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, then we cut to a scene where uh, they're eating food and we see how Stan is able to was able to get out of how he was trapped. Yeah, yes. in the most, I hate to say, cop-out way I've ever known anything to <laughs> Okay. I set the machine up to kill everything, eat everything in the machine, apart from me and the other guys, and then put the other guys on this platform and send them off into space. <laughs> Fair wow, you, wrapped, you wrapped up the plot very quickly there, didn't you, mate? Yeah. <laughs> and we do, we do actually find out what happened to those two, and they are sent uh, to a planet, and um, I'm assuming they get eaten alive by two giants? Yes. That was very weird. <laughs> there's a... Uh, planet of 50-foot women again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, I, I, I have to look at that scene again, but I feel like I remember that... When you see those two guys after they land, mm -hmm. um, S'more, I think his mustache is missing or something. There's something different about him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I his, think his mustache, he doesn't have half. I don't remember if he has a full one or if he doesn't have one, but it's, it's definitely yeah. different. Now, I wonder if that was like a, I wonder if that was like a pickup or a reshoot or something and he'd already cut off the other half of it or something. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe it was just stuck on and it fell off in the water. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Maybe, you know, you never know. I'm just, I'm just filling the gap here. <laughs> and it's, it seems to be all happy ever after. 
they seem to have enough go to put for Kaiser to last for ages. Yes. And they go off and search for a new home together. Basically, we get the ending of episode one again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they uh, reaches in for a kiss, and they uh, Kai and uh, Kai and Zev kiss. However, um, dun, dun, dun. Kai's eyes go all black. Hmm. As if he. Or do they? I mean, or do they? <laughs> well, apparently, there's some versions of this movie where. Uh, they didn't bother to, to make his eyes go black as all. Okay. So you, you just see him staring into the camera for no reason. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, in the version I watched, he got, his eyes weren't black, and it was like, well, I was, was, I was first, I was like, oh, so he's got the, uh, creep, the thing inside him, and then I was like, oh, no, he's been taken over by that black oil from X-Files again. <laughs> <laughs> same stuff, same stuff. Yes. So it, it, that might be a, if well, of course we know there's a second series, but obviously they were setting that up as a query for the second series, as how much of it is him and how much of him is the divide shadow. Now that we know we can't go back to the right universe because the way they got there is now closed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We've already been told that the Divine Shadow was sort of related to Kai in some sort of wibbly wombly way, so... Oh? Related to Kai? What? No, as in, as in that the Brunigy was supposed to kill the Divine Shadow, but the Divine Shadow was supposed to kill the Brunigy, so that oh, was yeah. continue our nation. Yes. Yes. So, has anybody got any other notes? Yeah, I've got a note. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, Farscape before, and uh, the uh, the Farscape episode I mentioned is called Jerker Returns, Season 1, Episode 15. Ah, okay, cool. Well, usually we would take an ad break here, but this week we're not going to take an ad break. We're actually going to hand over to um, our colleague, uh, Jonathan, oh. and with an update on the fridge, because I'm not sure if you've been realized, that's the reason why Jonathan isn't here. He is actually um, in Kai's fridge at the moment, uh, seeing, yeah, seeing if the light will switch off if you, if you close it. So take it away, <laughs> Jonathan! Oh, hi Shane. I've just been uh, messing about with Kai's fridge, sorry, and I got locked in. What's that? Ah, sorry. Hello Shane, almighty ruler of the podcast and originator of all things brilliant. It's just that I know that everyone's got this burning question about Kai, so I was just doing a bit of research, and I can now answer this question. Yes, the light does go off when you close the door. So, sorry I missed the rest of the podcast, but I thought that was worth finding out. You'll have to forgive my gruff voice a little bit, but then it's quite cold in this fridge. So, what did I think of this week's episode? Well, we get a four-minute recap again, and then we get four minutes of the Time Prophet narrating to us about things that have gone on as well. 
which is quite a clunky way to start the show, really. It's about 12 minutes before we actually get aboard the ship that the show is named after. So we're told about uh, the, the Great Cleansing, which seems to be more of an ethnic cleansing rather than a, a sponge and some silly bang. But I really loved the bone-spitting machine. That was uh, deliciously gruesome, as we've come to expect from the show. But then about uh, 10 minutes in, we get to uh, Malcolm McDowell's character, getting used to there being a guest star each week in these movies and now we get Malcolm in the form of uh, Yotskri and I'm pretty sure that's the name of a dice game isn't it um, but yeah no Malcolm's brilliant I, I like Malcolm McDowell he seems a fitting character to help the the gang kill kill the shadow because uh, he went on to kill Captain Kirk of course in Star Trek Generations we have Santa Claus holding this ceremony where the it's going to be the rebirth of the shadow and uh, Malcolm's messing it up for them really by being a double agent and uh, that was a nice a nice scene for him and then we move on to this week's Channel 5 money which seems to have gone on muscle men this week and we learn that Stanley in the past has been gimped out by these pirates uh, which is quite disturbing and this kind of starts off a subplot for him which is pretty good most, most mostly amusing throughout the episode um, especially because we get some of his backstory to see him as a courier, um, I, I quite like the the half mustached pirate was a, a funny kind of look, very humanly. Uh, I thought Stan looked very mawkish in the uh, in the flashbacks. I don't mean that he looked um, nauseating or sentimental. I mean he actually looked like Mork from Mork and Mindy. So then we actually get aboard the ship about 12 minutes in, and uh, there's some great character interaction between Zeth and Kai and Stan and 790 throughout their early sh- early scenes on the ship. The, the interplay works really, really well, and uh, that's a lot of what was missing last week, is is the characters playing off each other. I liked how 790 used his poetry against Stan this time, and then uh, I liked the scene where Stan was being mocked by all the brains, which was then beautifully paid off when he made them sing the song to his way later on. That was very amusing. Equally, all the scenes with Zeth and Kai early on are very good, uh, exploring the characters further. I really liked Kai's line, um, I suggest you consider, consider modifying your want. That seems to be very uh, a very good way of portraying his character's kind of factualness rather than emotion. I'm getting a very kind of uh, Star Trek Voyager um, vibe off him. That, that character that was, a, that was a Borg and then uh, became human again. It's uh, it's that kind of uh, thing. I mean, done done earlier than Voyager did it, I think. And it kicks off the uh, the search for the proto blood, which is a perfect plot reason for for needing needing to return to the cluster. And I, I know the cluster is supposed to sound like a massive colony of planets, but it keeps sounding like a yogurt to me. But it's 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 exciting because we we've seen that world before, and uh, the fact that we're returning to it now, it kind of works really well for the uh, plot, I think. Uh, as does all the stuff about the shadow and the prophecy, because uh, it's the biggest bad guy set up in the series so far, and it, it works for this fourth movie to feel a bit like a series finale. To I liked it when Seven Ninety was laughing at Stan for falling into the fridge. Uh, that was a good interplay between them, uh, right up, right up to the lines where um, he's talking about his love muscle, and then uh, he says he doesn't have the equipment, and then Seven Ninety is very quick to to come back and with lines there. We get another shower scene, but this time it's more Zeth going psycho than it is uh, anything to titillate the viewer. But this all leads up to um, 
by far my favourite part of the episode, which is the introduction of Squish. Um, it's just such a, such a brilliant character. I love how it's puppeted. It's like Rod Hull and Emu. And they've made it so cute. <laughs> which it shouldn't be because it's a lizard. But it's a great addition to the team. And uh, it ends up saving the day pretty much towards the end there. I, I love how it gets its name. And just any, any any scene with this little baby lizard in is just brilliant. And So, uh, Gareth, you should brace yourself because this is the big uh, my big pun for the episode now. Um, what do you get when you plug a proto-blood assassin into a large screen television? You get Kai Plus. <laughs> and we get to see uh, Kai's visions or Kai's memories from watching his memories we learn more about the Giga Shadow and uh, the need to return to the cluster um, and when they finally do get there we see the Divine Shadow's broken brain it's a lesson in brain surgery, brains have two halves evil and poet <laughs> I did think the episode would have a lot more Malcolm McDowell in it really considering he's the guest star but um, it's about 50 minutes in before he um, reanimates and he ends up kind of being a brain cell towards the end, um, which I suppose you get a lot of close-ups there. But, uh, yeah, it seemed like he was a little bit underused in the end. And this proto-blood stuff is kind of like the most amazing shower gel you can get. It's really revitalising. You only have to sort of drip it on you slightly uh, or ingest it a very small amount and you're suddenly alive again. And there's some great pacing towards the end of the episode uh, with the... It's kind of a fitting fitting foe for them to defeat, really, um, when it becomes a giant insect. I felt more jeopardy than I did with the supernova or um, the uh, giant uh, snake woman. Well, we get threatened with a 309-year-long poem, but thankfully we don't get that, because we haven't got that much time to talk about it on the podcast. And if you felt that Maybe Stanley had been sidelined during this episode getting a subplot. It seems to all lead up to this moment where he gets to be almost uh, Han Solo or Stan Solo perhaps by uh, kind of flying the ship in to save the day. Um, only of course it being Stan rather than Han it doesn't quite really go to plan because he hasn't got enough firepower to blow things up and get the hell out of there. And just when they run away through the fractal core and you think that perhaps that's going to be the end of the episode, uh, there's a nice little addition where the shadow breaks into the ship. And we get a kind of twist, which is that the uh, shadow is actually an insect survivor, which makes a lot of sense in the way that these four films have been plotted, because the fact that he's been ruling over all of humanity and treating them so bad and using them as food, basically... Um, it kind of makes so much sense that the humans would have this prophecy against that. But thankfully, because Squish eats brains, uh, that's my baby, he says. And uh, the episode ends with a kiss, which is probably romantic if it wasn't for the fact that she was kissing a corpse. But uh, there you go. But it's a very satisfying conclusion. I think scene for scene, joke for joke, I probably enjoyed this episode the most. It's certainly a good second part to the to the uh, first episode, and so I'd probably give it a nine. And I know that next week we're moving into series proper, so we're going to get shorter episodes. 
And uh, basing my guess on the title of Mantrid, uh, I think they probably meet the next bad guy. Maybe he's uh, part human, part insect or something of that nature. So I'll be back with the main team for the next episode and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where the Lex goes next. And we're back, yeah, so um, yeah, that was the nine minutes of um, Jonathan, and thank goodness he created the fridge, isn't it? Yeah, well, of course he had to go back into the fridge again, didn't he? He fell in back at the end. Yes, he did, he did, he did. Uh, yes. so, I, does, anyone, does everyone think of his uh, uh, voicemail? It was nice to see that we kind of agreed on a few things, <laughs> Captain Santa Claus included. Yeah, yeah, you really liked Squish. Which was like his favorite thing. And this was his favorite movie of the four. Yes. I think it's probably my second favorite of four. I think I like the first one a little bit. Okay, well, we're going to get into um, uh, ratings next. And, Sergeant Jenny, you are a guest. Out of ten, please, sir. Um, I'm going to give it... Hmm, um, I'll give it an 8.5. Out of 10. Out of, an 8.5 out of 10 baby cluster lizards, why not? Okay. Mr. Gareth. Oh, it, it's, it's a great episode. Again, it, it's good. It's up there. It's it definitely up the uh, insulates, and he stole my arbitrary um, scoring <laughs> system, so I'm going to steal another one and go. Eight out of ten weirdly cut haircuts and mustaches. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Kinsey? Okay, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement. I'll give it, uh, I'll give it a solid eight. I don't want to give it 8.5 because that would involve cutting a cluster lizard in half, which would be kind of cool. Or <laughs> doing something with a half mustache, which also is kind of distasteful. So uh, I'll go with eight. Yeah, you could have given it could have given it eight and a half mustaches. That would have been very in keeping with the. Uh... Well, yeah, but my, my point is that that's kind of. I, I don't really want to associate myself with that. That's you don't like the half mustache. Yeah. Mm. So knock it till you try it. <laughs> you try it. <laughs> and it falls to me again. And I, I've got to agree with everybody else. I really do like this myself. Uh, so I'm going to have to give this a 9 out of 10 um, Pernick's um, well, I've just, it's just Brennick uh, my brain actually 9 out of 10 planets wow how about that <laughs> I don't, 9 out of 10 um, talk to stand this <laughs> ok that works so how, how did you guys like this episode in compared to the first one? Did you guys like it better than the first one, or I thought this was back to form again, and it, as I said earlier, you could literally cut this episode, and this episode, and the first episode, bits mm -hmm. of the second episode, mix them up in the third episode, and you can make <laughs> like a, a like a sort of a two-hour special. Uh -huh. Makes sense. Sure. Mm -hmm. How about you, Kinsey? Did uh, how'd you like? What's your oh, yeah, you like this, better? Is? This was a bit better than the first episode. Oh, okay. This was more entertaining to watch, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Mm 
How about you, Shane? Yeah, I agree with everybody else. I mean, I, oh. I, I really do. I really do love the uh, second episode, though. Okay. You know, that, that mainly down to Tim Curry, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, we'll move on to quotes next. Um, Sergeant Drainer, do you have any quotes? Um, let's see. Okay, I'll, I'll go with um, Lex. Or no, no, no. Zev, go back to Stan. Tell him to use the Lex to destroy the cluster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kinsey? Um, yeah, I like the part at the beginning where the robot head was, uh, uh, continuously insulting Stanley, and Stanley goes to throw food at him, and then changes his mind, so Stanley first says, Arr! and then he goes, yeah, and doesn't even bother, because the robot head is, like, on for 24 hours a day, you know, at some point you just have to stop paying attention to it. Um... Gareth, do you have anything? Yes, I have. I have had to literally find the script, the transcript for this, because I, there was no way I could actually get it right, so here we go. Okay, go ahead. All night by the Zev Zev, all night by the Zev I lie, as she whispers sweet nothings to Stanley, while plunging a fork in his eye. All day by the Stan Stan, all day by the Stan I rejoice. As I man the controls of a great machine, the peeled off his skin and sheets and vacuumed out his rancid cuts before shredding his sinking carcass into a cesspool of maggots. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. So, like, yes! A stand hater, are you? Or are you just like, uh... I just love, I've, I've loved 790 from ever since one. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't gotten old for you yet. <laughs> Not yet. I don't think it ever will. I awesome. hope it ever does. <laughs> I just love a character that is just so obsessed by one motive that it overrides everything else. Any? Where do you think they're going to take that character? Any? Any guess? Or do you think he'll just stay like he is? Um, I think it could be interesting to do things with him. I, hopefully, he'll get a body at some point because. Having to carry around that head all the time is going to be a pain in the backside. <laughs> but I kind of seem like the um, the grumpy characters in the Muppets. It's you uh, know he has to be there. <laughs> yes, yes. I got another quote. You wanted more quote? More uh, I've, I've uh, oh yes, change the quote. I've, I've, I've got to do a quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm making eye water again. It happens when I feel this way. Don't you know they're called tears? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you had another quote? Stanley Tweedle defiled by fate a martyr for his generation. Sweaty probes were forced into him, such pain, such humiliation. But now he's the captain of the Lex on an intergalactic tour. Still he dreams at night at the time of his life in the playpen of Beppo and S'more. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, uh, any other quotes? No. Oh, uh, so, now that you've uh, destroyed the uh, Divine Order and fulfilled the prophecy, how do you feel about it? I feel... I feel... 
have no feeling for it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought that was going to go off into Johnny Five then. I was like, I feel, I feel, you're going to see a life. That was the perfect answer, though. That was a very, very perfect Kai way of answering that question. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But I think we're going to have to um, move on to uh, what Gareth thinks what the next episode is. Yes. And so what's the title? Mandred. Mandred. And Trid with T. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you. Mandred. Mandred. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of picture a man with a sort of a tire tracks for feet, which is not going to work anyway. So <laughs> I think this is going to be one of those episodes where you, there's no way you're going to be able to figure it out from the title alone. So <laughs> I know uh, there's got to be something else. There's going to be a new enemy. So. There you go, maybe a new enemy, maybe a new start of a new series. I mean, from what I read, there, there's a gap, isn't there? There's like a huge gap now. Huh? Yeah. Between series one and series two. Am I right in thinking that, Shane? Uh, I don't have the air dates in front of me. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe a gap in the time in which it was made. I don't know that there's a like a storyline gap, though. No, there's no storyline gap, but probably in the gap in the year the time was made. Okay, but I'm looking at the episodes here, yeah. Uh, a little over a year. September yeah. 11th, 97, was Giga Shadow, and then Mantrid is December 11th, 98. Okay. Yeah. A year later. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be uh, doing that next time. Uh, as we hit uh, the second season. Yes. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, yeah, so say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. You're not going to give Mr. Drano another chance to plug his stuff. <laughs> you can take, take it away. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that statement. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook by looking for Sergeant Drano or for Station 7. Uh, you can find us on iTunes by looking for Station 7, The Door. Uh, like I said before, we podcast on The Walking Dead and Lost and other zombie-type stuff. Uh, so, uh, I guess that's it. May his merciful shadow fall upon you. <laughs> Indeed. And goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Is this being recorded? This is being recorded, yes. Okay, so that can be our new theme song. <laughs> yes, it could so be. That's <laughs>